in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Topic Thunder. Here on the uh, Top 10 uh, YouTube page and Top 10 podcast feed, we're excited to be uh, uh, you know, answering some more questions from the fans, some more questions from the patrons who send mm-hmm. them in to us, and uh, we, uh, we dive in deep on some of these uh, questions. It's going to be a lot of fun today, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, a show that uh, is entirely run by the patrons. They send all the questions, and you can join us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 if you want to join in on this. It's the $5 and up tier, yeah. and you can send a question in, and we'll answer it, whatever it is, but that email, you know, we put it up for them and them alone. Um, but you guys get to listen to it, and it's new and, you know, kind of fresh for us every week. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. That's uh, one of the things we pride ourselves on is the uh, – the ability to roll with the unpredictability of the show. We never tell each other our lists. We never look at these questions ahead of time. Even the golden ticket, which I hope you all are enjoying now, uh, the show that's going on full force uh, with our patrons participating in that tournament to become a uh, guest on the show. Also, we don't know who's going to win. So it's always yep. fun to have the unpredictable nature of all these shows, uh, and it's fun for you all. Um, all right, should we start with uh, the first one there, uh, Matt? Uh, yeah, I have no okay. idea. Our stud, this one, I think uh, you started last time. This one's from James Petty. He says, hello, John and Matt love the show. With speculation about films like Black Widow and Wonder Woman 84 being released on video on demand to watch at home, what is the maximum amount you would be you would pay to watch each of these films right now? Uh, these were your combined. Oh, he was very kind to put our oh, wow. combined 2020 top 10 most anticipated list on here for us. Also, Black Widow coming to America, too, and Bill and Ted 3, which were on your separate lists. Imagine you are watching solely for pleasure, not professionally, where you are reviewing a film for a show. James Petty. All right. What do you say there, Matt? Which, uh, how much would you pay? And which one, which, I guess, which one of these would you pay? The, what is the maximum amount you would pay for with each, any one of these that you want to see? Um, does, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand what okay. you're saying. Well, I mean, a few of these, I don't, they're not coming even if they were doing on demand releases. True. Mulan is coming for 30. Yeah. Uh, top uh, tenant is actually coming out overseas and in select cities in the, country um yeah everything else is pretty much uh, up in the air right now yeah or pushed to next year right eternals got pushed uncharted is pushed no time to die got pushed to next year didn't it yes it did black widow is still somewhere in the ether coming to america too is still considered to be coming out this year bill and ted three yeah and bill and ted three is going to video on demand so of the choices left what would you is there one do you really want to see say say all those are they're possible right okay okay you really want to see for the first time no time to die wonder woman tenet top gun maverick dune i I would say uncharted mulan probably eternals i don't know what i'm going to get but they're all such big epic scale Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whereas coming to america bill and ted three yeah that's fine yeah i don't think it's going to depreciate my enjoyment of the overall Black Widow, I would prefer to see on the big screen just because that's what it was made for. It's not made to 
Yeah. I mean, it's made to be an excellent movie, but I'm saying it's made for the big screen. Yeah. I guess Look, I you get away with, but I don't, I don't think you can remove the, the bummed out factor from all of this, right? Like it, it, yeah. that's just part of it in this hypothetical that James is asking us. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're not bummed out that we have to do this, but if we had to do this and we had to choose, I think my choice of all these that are possibly coming out, they haven't pushed Top Gun Maverick yet from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless, let me check real quick. I want to make sure I'm not wrong on this because I don't want to waste time talking about it if it's actually been pushed. Well, you know um, Mulan and more, uh, probably not Tenet, but Mulan is definitely, is the 30 bucks. That's absolutely coming out. I would not pay 30 bucks for Mulan. I have not heard great things. Not oh, really? the best things. I would say I've heard mixed reviews. So with mixed reviews, I'm in no rush to see it necessarily. So it has been delayed to July 2nd, 2021. God damn it. Um. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so that has uh, been delayed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, it's unsurprising. I mean, that movie's going to do Buku box office. Yeah, it needs to be out in the box office. It was a weird December release. I mean, it was initially what going to come out in uh, on mm. April. It was delayed to December twenty third, but it was going to come out in July on July twelfth. So it yeah. was going to be exciting to see that in July. Then we had to wait till December, which was a weird time to bring it out. But now it's back in July of next year. So all yeah, right. but to come out over Christmas, it, that's a that makes sense to me, just because Christmas is a big season usually for movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's either going to be little kid fair, Oscar bait, so you're right. not going to go up against anything like you know Top Gun. So it's not they would do well, not as good as July, more than likely. Yes, yes. So um, did. Wonder Woman 1984, where did it get the release? So now it's, is it still? No, what's the release of Wonder Woman 1984? It's still considered to be coming out on August 12th, and there's going to be a new trailer. Bullshit. <laughs> on August 12th? You mean eight days ago? I'm oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Not August 12th. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess they uh, pushed it, right? They just pushed it, and they I haven't said I- when. I've seen some artwork on Twitter and stuff, but yeah. I haven't seen shit else. So, all yeah, right, well, Bill and Ted's is coming. So, what what are you willing to pay for Bill and Ted's? I mean, maybe ten to fifteen dollars. It's Bill okay. and Ted three, man. I mean, I'm not. I mean, sorry, yeah, Bill and Ted three. I'm not. Yeah, thinking it's going to be like you know, it's it's not being made by like uh, Christopher Nolan or something. So, or or even well, he'd be a know. bad choice. <laughs> I guess, I guess you're yes. right there. Uh, I bet you James Gunn could make a good one. Yeah, James Gunn actually would make a great uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, he of would. course. That would you get be the good. humor. He knows all the, the special effects to make it look cool and hip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm down with that. I'm down yeah, with Bill, that. Bill and Ted's is conceivable. I could stream that at home and have just as much enjoyment, more than likely, than I, as I would in the theater. Right, right. Mulan, I was never going to get. I haven't seen one of the Disney live actions. So this never you haven't really, seen any of them, not a single one. Wow. Okay. I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. And a bunch of the first ones there, everybody was like, they was, uh, and you're like, all right, you know, they're <laughs> trying terrible. to lie to you and like, Dobby, there's potential. And like, okay, it was that's good fine that you've already invested that time and lost it. And now you're trying to con yourself into mm-hmm. believing that, but I do it too. Just like, ah, oh, there's something in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard others are good. Jungle Book, I heard, is excellent. And I Jungle have, Book I is good. It. Is good. Um, Wasn't so Cinderella it, good? 
Cinderella's, Brana. yeah, Brana directed it. It is good. So Wonder Woman's pushed to October 2nd of 2020 at this point. So still in contention to be released. Um, I think I it's going to be curious. Yeah. I love that. I, I somehow I saw a campy tweet where he's like, booked my tickets to see New Mutants in Vegas. And I'm like, dude, good for you for having a way for the business to write off a free trip to Vegas out of nowhere. <laughs> where you just turn to your wife and you're like, look, we can expense. Yeah. At the very least, the hotel that night and the meals that day and type of thing. It's like, good for you. Uh, uh, well, it's funny you say that because I think the the Geek Buddies are considering that. Me, Mike, and Shannon are considering. Write it off, baby. Drive, yeah, no, driving to Vegas for one night and uh, watching the uh, Tenet and New Mutants if it's going to be released uh, there. So we go like watch New Mutants that night and then wake up the next morning, go see an afternoon screening of Tenet and then drive back. So I, it's not a bad idea. Uh, to to go and uh, have some fun doing that. So yeah, um, and no surprise, Camp. You thought about doing that too. Yeah, it's um, good yeah. business. But yeah. I just love the slant entirely of like I'm fucking so diehard about this and be like, really? <laughs> You're not telling me that the if if this was in. South Dakota, and you live just as far away that you're going to drive to South Dakota, that type of thing, right, in the middle of nowhere? Right. Or does the appeal of Vegas help sell the four? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Oh, oh, you froze again, Matt. Hold on, let me take you down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start moving again, I'll pull you back up in the stream. Is that you or is that me? Um, let me check. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right, you're back moving around. All right, cool. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, the, it's a weird appeal, but I mean, it's appeal of Vegas to get you going there. Yeah, you're not gonna go to like, yeah, South Dakota. You're not driving four hours, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to put yourself in harm's way entirely. I mean, but then again, man, I mean, I mean, Vegas kind of blew up with some of their uh, coronavirus infection numbers, so you are really kind of taking shit into your own hands. And there's no way Vegas people are like, oh yeah, we're totally going to be like uh, separated by six feet or whatever. He's going to get into some scrapes. I have a feeling he's going to get into a little bit of oh. of, uh, of, of uh, argument with somebody while he's there. Yes. Do do I think the casinos will be adamant about wiping everything down? 100%. Mm. 100%. Yeah, they don't want to lose customers. But then it's the, what is it, two people per table? Yeah. Games? yeah. Like, how do you f- figure that out? Because you got to keep the six feet. Um, But, I mean, f- fuck, man. That's it's, but Now the dealers, they're just getting breathed on by God. Who knows who for exactly their entire shift like man that is a lot of risk for a dude for you to lose money to this casino um but you know if people are willing to do it i just love the sturgis the numbers are starting to come out and they're like of course of course oh yeah of course this is gonna be a supercell of course it how are you guys shocked how are you fucking shocked like yeah yeah all the science says this is a bad idea but i know the town of sturgis was by and large said, maybe we postpone this year. And yeah. in essence, the city council was like, they're, they're coming. Yeah. It's, you know, we can stop advertising. We say no, but they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a shame where the town is being held captive by people coming in from outside. That's yeah. messed up, man. That's messed up. Like I, you know, put the police at the board, but you know, the police are the ones who are like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the inner yeah. workings of Sturgis. Yeah, and but, who wanted know. it and who didn't and what were the different sides. Yeah. And how, but I did read a thing where there was an outcry from residents just saying, can we at least have a discussion about this? Yeah. And the city council, I don't know how many of them were like, fuck you, or how many of them were like, <laughs> I don't think we could stop them if we tried. 
But yeah. that's the article yeah. I read. It's just like uh, it's in half a million people for it. Four hundred ninety-six thousand is the estimate that I read. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, how many people went went to this thing? Four hundred ninety-six thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it. It's like a 20, four days after the event finished, they said there's aware, they're aware of fewer than 25 infections among those people who attended 14 bef- days before the illness set in. But they also don't know the extent of the exposures because they can't really track everybody down. They didn't take everybody's name and number. They're not going to nope. call them. Hey, by the way, did you get COVID? Mm. Mm, you know what? I'm a MAGA supporter. I didn't get it, even though I might have got it. So, you know, it's just that kind of thing. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. And it's a bunch of fat old people on motorcycles by and large all the pictures i saw like one yeah. or a woman had painted the american flag across her exposed breasts and underneath Yikes. was like a a rushmore with trump's head on it and it was mm-hmm. like vote trump or something but it was tough to make out underneath all the folds yeah <laughs> but most of the pictures i saw Yikes. were of people of that physical build and you're like yes. okay now it's the middle of summer so they're sweating on top of and now i don't yeah. know that, that you can transmit it by a sweat, but it is bodily fluid. That can't help. Yeah, true. Very true. Very Lubricating true. a virus is not a good idea, I would assume. Droplets are not the smartest way to go. Yeah, no, no. Unless it's a really dry heat. Good for you. Oh, it's just a dry heat. It's just it's a dry, dry heat. It burns right off. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. But I mean, Dune is supposed to come out in December still. They haven't pushed that. But I don't think I'd pay past twenty to twenty-five dollars for Dune. That's my final answer on that. I, I would pay to see Dune. Yeah, if it it really came down to it, because you know. Mm. But a bunch of these, like Top Gun, I got to see on the big screen. I know, dude. Right? You kind of. There's have no to. point to it otherwise. I mean, I have a sixty-five inch television, but still, it's not enough. It's not enough, man. You I need to feel it. when the afterburner is so juiced by the sound yeah. department that never in a million years would it sound like that, but you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, or like that low flying shot that they've uh, put out, you know, yeah. as part of the, the promotional. You know, if you see that in IMAX, your whole seat will be rumbling and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That is the, the point of that movie to watch a 65 yep. year old guy and Ed Harris looking at me like, you should have retired by now. Yeah. What the fuck? It's the fucking truth. I'm pretty sure there's an age limit that would have cut Tom Cruise off. We're the same age guy. <laughs> He's older. Oh, you talking about Ed Harris? Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. I think they're about the same age, aren't they? I got to find out. I think Ed's in his 70s now. Ed is 69. Okay. Tom Cruise, well, he ain't that far behind, dude. No. He's got to be like what is 62. Cruise? 61, 62. Cruz is 58, if you believe his actual birthday of being 1962. He's 58. All right. Yeah, Still 11 the years. Thetans, you know. The Thetans keep him perennially young, so it's fine. <laughs> He's more like 38. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, there's our answer, James. Let's move on to our next question before we waste all 30 minutes on one question. Uh, what's our next one, Matt? Uh, it is from Ruben Enriquez. And he says, hello, Matt and John. Hope you are all managing to stay safe out there. My question today is about a TV show called Community that was on yeah. NBC and was recently added to Netflix. Uh, I was just curious as to what you all thought of the show. 
And if you guys have seen it, I really love the show and it holds a very special place in my heart. Although the first few episodes of the first season are a bit dated, 2009 humor, the show's creativity and ability to have their characters go on ridiculous adventures while still at times paying homage on other or to other films, genres, and specific episodes and still maintaining the heart of the characters is something that was ahead of its time and is still in un, is still underrated. Mm. Not to mention it, introducing me to talented people like Allison Brie and Donald Glover, who are both some of my favorite actors to this day, as well as the talent that helped create the show. Uh, the Russo brothers directing and producing Dan Harmer, Dan Harmon, creator, writer, Justin Lin, director, even the actor who played the Dean won an Oscar for writing. Yeah. Now the first three seasons and a half of season five of the show are fantastic. All right. Apologies for the long message. Stay safe and go top 10 and wangers. Throwing a little oh. shout out to wangers. Yeah, a little shout out to the Wangs, a show we've both been on. The Wang is, uh, yes, um, uh, yeah. I love Community. Love Community. Had a great time. Community and Parks and Rec were my, uh, these like uh, little jewels that came along from NBC in terms of sitcoms, and that you like. I enjoyed watching every episode. Never got bored. And I hear you. Two thousand nine, a little bit uh, outdated on some of those. Yeah, but it's it happens. Comedy uh, evolves, and it evolves rapidly sometimes. And uh, mm-hmm. other shows that were seemed funny and topical just get left behind. But, you know, it was a great cast of of actors. And I mean, it was a kind of a revitalization of Chevy Chase. People rediscovered Chevy Chase again. Uh, yeah. And like you said, introduced Allison Brie and Donald Glover for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Joel McHale made a whole career out of that still. Uh, Jillian Jacobs is still working. She shows up a lot on these Netflix uh, series and shows and whatever. So all those people uh, are all still working and still doing their thing. Uh, even Danny Pudi, uh has his own kind of like, you know, uh, slice of fame himself um, as the uh, Indian nerd. And people have been referencing community for the last three and a half years when they talk about darkest timeline cl- claiming that we're living in it now. So it's certainly still a, a show that resonates. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. So really, it wasn't your jam. I watched the first three episodes and I was like, I'm good. Wow. Okay. Uh, parks and rec. I've seen the whole thing. It's all yeah. right. It's got okay. moments for me, but okay. to me, it's a, after having watched the office, which is what it's trying to replicate on some level, it's yeah. like that one to me is far superior, just like everybody else. It's a common theme, but it is, I mean, it's very well written. Okay. Um, and that I preferred. So when I flipped over a cart, you know what always killed me is, so what was the older heavyset dude? Is uh, Gary? Yeah, uh, the one in Parks and Rec, Gary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why or was Amy Gary. Poehler, why was her character in on treating him badly? I can understand everybody else within that office, but right. she is nothing but sunshine to the entire world, except right. for this one dude. Well, why? It, gives, never- it gives her balance in the character. If she's consistently one thing, then there's no conflict. Right. But if she has, she's in on it a little yeah. bit, then it adds a little edge to her and what she does. And the, she's the playful, conflict. but she's never mean to him. Yes, she is. She well, talks not, shit to him. She talks, but she's not mean. She doesn't go out of her way yes, to she like, is. She's, two, I wouldn't agree. Two or three times. Okay. Some, somebody out there go through, cause I'm not going to go through yeah. the fucking yeah, show no. again. <laughs> Neither one of us can. Yeah. No. We have no time. Office I've watched more than once. Parks and Rec. I've seen it. Yeah. But well, that's the same thing. Isn't it? Why am I supposed to care for Jim and Pam when they treat Dwight like absolute dog shit? Um, I mean, you can make that case for any sitcom, really. Yeah, but there's more heart, like, but they do treat him well. Like Pam, when, when Dwight gets concussed and whatnot, she's the one that figures it out before everybody else and takes care of him and makes sure that he gets to the hospital. And there are moments like that where 
it, it, it helps. And, and Pam's only kind of along for the ride because it was flirting with Jim. Right. Like she never would have done this on her own. This is all Jim being the asshole. And he gets his comeuppance That's what later I'm on. Jim's a, Jim's a bit of an a-hole. He himself. is a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean, but, but, I, but she's, yeah, she makes jokes at his expense and she says some stuff about it, but she never goes out of her way to like to stop him from getting promoted or to stop him from being, it's always like no. making fun of it. Like, Oh, Jerry, why'd you do this? Jerry, don't mess this up, Jerry. Stop doing this, Jerry. But then the show gives the comeuppance to the entire cast by having him be married to freaking Christy Brinkley. So it's like the whole thing, it's, it's a play on how people think the office yeah. idiot is the office idiot. But in fact, the yeah. office idiot is doing way better than all of them. Uh, yeah. And so it's just I'll that, buy it's that. that kind of thing. I'll buy that from the entirety of the rest of the cast. Everybody else that does it, it makes <laughs> okay. perfect sense within the context of their characters. Even Adam and Scott? Her, he seems like a nice guy. Uh, yeah, but at that point, everybody does it, so he has to do it because he came in later. Right, right. He wasn't there from day one, whereas from day one, everybody shits on Jerry, and it's never explained why she does, even though you're saying that creates conflict for her. Her conflict yeah. is because she's so positive, she butts up against these negative people like Offerman or oh, uh, Audrey. Sure. Uh, situ- situationally, yeah, but I think for her character, giving her somebody that's, that she can... That's okay. a load of BS. Right, it, is a load of, it, it violates... I the, like that I finished my sentence. Thanks. Go ahead, but go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Oh, I'm saying, it's the same. Yeah, but we're both reiterating <laughs> the same point. You're never going to convince me. That's fair. That's fair. It just They set up her character a very specific way, and, and in this instance, she violates it every time, and there's no explanation as to why. Like, if they'd done a flashback where he did something on her first day, and for yeah. some reason, she's Carrie. That's the only grudge she has in her life. I would buy that. Give me gotcha. that as a backstory. Gotcha. Anything. Um, but there's no everybody one, else. Sure. Everyone else. But everyone does it, right? And goes after and, and makes everybody. fun of Jerry. Yeah, everybody yes. makes fun of Jerry. I'm willing to but buy that's the it joke of the everybody show. else. It's, okay. Not, yeah, it's not. I, just, I don't know. It, I'm fine with no, it when they all do it. Totally when cool. she does it, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. If she can sit through. Uh, when the public is just yelling at her, like, why? Oh, yeah. You know, why don't you put mayonnaise on blah, blah, blah? And be like, that's not our responsibility type of thing. But she does it. She just sits there with a smile and she's like, oh, you know, she tries to find the positive in a situation where you see everybody else around her realizes these people are morons. Yeah. But yeah, she just yeah, yeah. wants to find the good in all people and just like, okay, well, why is she? But you've never, worked in a, you've never worked in a situation where the, the one person in the office is the one everyone makes fun of? No? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. No. I have. It's the worst. Uh, all right. Uh, is that it for Ruben's uh, question? We move on to the next one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Enriquez. Yes, thank you. Uh, Chris Lemke. Lemke says, okay, so maybe this isn't the most positive topic and putting any real political slant on the show is not something I wish for you guys. The state of the country being what it is, I tend always to be swinging between exasperated and righteously pissed off. I've been trying to do my part by going to the BLM protests, helping organize volunteer programs and trying to get people to agree to work polling stations in November. So we aren't asking the uh, un- the usually elderly contingent to risk it. They will close poll stations down if there's not enough volunteers and will absolutely start in inner cities. Depending depending on when this gets read, I might actually be on my way with other people from Pittsburgh to join the MLK, MLK junior anniversary rally in dc so hopefully that goes well all right this was sent on thursday july 30th so i think that already happened that's a lot of prologue for the question i have my happy cheer up movie singing in the rain princess bride but what films just rile you up make you angry get your blood boiling not because of failure but because of content 
Also, if you are like-minded and able, please reach out to see if your area needs poll workers. Nothing matters if we don't or can't vote. Thanks, guys. Lemke. Yeah, it's not a political statement to encourage people to vote. So that's not a yeah, – it's not a – in any way you pick one side or another or to encourage people to volunteer to help keep polling places open. That's an American duty. That's an American duty. That's nothing to do with party. That's an American duty. Uh, clearly, where you're leaning, that's understood through your comments. But what you're mm-hmm. encouraging people to do is a universal thing. Um, yeah, Matt, do you have um, movies that you – when you watch them that just get you angry, get you uh, just rile you up? Because of content, not because it's well, terrible. Yeah. Um, I would say any movie like that, I don't watch again. Oh, I see. You got like, I get it. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, but a failure of content, I mean, I'd assume it's something like Gummo, which is like, oh, why was okay. this fucking made? Like, this is, what is this? Why okay. Why did you commit this to film? What is this supposed to, like, this is ridiculous. Right. A failure like that, where just I walked out, you know, disgusted. Yeah. Uh, Eight millimeter. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a nice the content of which I was like, "Why the fuck was this made?" Right. Island so you are arguing quality. You're not arguing content. That's what they're saying. That the I'm what t- the film is about upsets you. So you're saying yeah, that's the content of the film. Okay. So as opposed saying- to the execution of it, I'm not saying they did it poorly. I'm not oh, saying it was edited bad gotcha. or shot poorly, acted. Just the gotcha. content of it is just like what. What was the what was the point like to rile me up? I, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, sure. Schindler's List. Every time uh, I watch Schindler's okay. List, I get really upset. I get really angry when I watch it. Every time I watch Mississippi Burning, uh, when they have some of those moments, anything that has to do with uh, civil rights and racism, it just really riles me up. Any one of those films, I don't see one flew of the cuckoo's nest. Uh, maybe about once every ten years. Because of what happens to those guys in in, uh, in that uh, situation, someone the other day tried to have an argument with me over whether Nurse Ratched is really a villain or not, and she, they thought Jack Nicholson is the villain of the piece. And I'm like, that's what? That's a fascinating approach that you have, and was legitimately like trying to make points about it. I was blown away by that. Um, but you know, th- those are things that infuriate me, and I, and it's tough to watch those films. Some like Monster, right? Like uh, the watching these men physically abuse Eileen Werner, Charlie uh, Stone's character, real life character in the movie, uh, especially the rape scene, they drive me insane because you can't do anything about it. And to be effective in shooting a rape scene in a movie, you have to kind of go into some dark places in how you shoot it. Uh, and it is very uncomfortable to watch. So I would say that kind of stuff certainly gets under my skin. It gets me upset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, some of those are a little bit more you can understand where as opposed to a Schindler's list, the numbers are so staggering that it's hard to wrap your mind around the atrocity on some level. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's the old Stalin quote, whatever it is, uh, uh, yeah. one person, you know, one death is sad. A million deaths is a statistic, mm-hmm. which is once yeah. it gets above a certain number, your brain just can't really put a face to each individual. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this this fun, Lemke. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, All right. man. Let's move on to what? We're not one going last through one. enough shit in this country already. <laughs> Let's bring down the one thing that provides us with a respite from the bull. Lemke, you're on my list, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Let's go. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> All right. What's our next one? We'll wrap up after this one. Uh, well, th- okay. Our next one is from uh, Maurice Robinson. Ew. 
And he says, hey, Matt, parenthetically, holder of the weighted going. Agreed. And John. That's, well, you got a problem with Hasso, who is, uh, eh, you know, flying kick to the head. I'd be looking out there, Maurice. Yeah, true. Got an MCU question for you. COVID has me watching the Infinity Saga over and over again. As that saga took 10 years, do you think they will take that long to start and end a saga slash story arc again? Can we be looking at a saga starting and finishing in one or two phases? With the success of Endgame, you can't really say that the buildup didn't help the box office, even though it was damn near a perfect movie. Mm. Lastly, what story arc do you want to see next in the MCU? P.S. Hopefully these questions haven't been asked before, but if they have, please act as if you've never heard them and say it was a great question for my ego. LOL. And then capital L-L-T-T-T-S. Yeah, Three exclamation points. I don't know what that is. Oh, long live the top 10 show. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. thank you, Maurice. Appreciate that. Um, well, a holder of the weighted coin. My answer is that, yeah, I don't think they'll ever do this again. A 10-year story with 23 movies over. Because I think what they were doing was not just telling a story. They were building a uni- a cinematic universe as a foundation from which to bounce off smaller episode a smaller number of movie arcs so like a four movie arc or a five movie arc just like comics right you're gonna go okay secret wars it's uh you know it's 10 parts or whatever or uh this other angle you know uh, invasion is how much you would invasion is how much and so i think they'll do four four movie arcs uh, five movie arcs something like that but i don't think you'll ever see something that is so completely a 23 movie arc is almost impossible to pull off uh, until the MCU did it, um, and it would be impossible to do that again. To be honest with yeah. you, because they're they're the odds would just be too stacked against you. Even Pixar has made bad movies, and they were on a hell of a run when they started. So yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent. The ten year thing, because the problem is if they turn around and go, we're going to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you've created an impossible bar yeah. to clear. Yeah, because. Throughout that 10-year run, what, 95% of them were good to excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I could see maybe the plausibility of an 8 to 10 movie overall arc. Yeah, sure. Um, 8 to 10 could work. Absolutely. Yeah, it could. Take, you know, three to five years-ish yeah. to wrap it all, you know, and do that. Maybe they do that a couple of times, and then they do the big event thing again because it's been enough time, and they slowly good set point. it up. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. That, I mean, that's what comics do. Big event, yeah. and then it's anywhere from five to who knows how many years, and then a big event, and then... Uh, yeah. So, I, I just, why do that? But you've already set up a, you know, what you're saying, do five movies this way and five yeah. that way. Incorporate yeah. X-Men in, like, you can still build this universe out. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and that would be the easier way to do it. Absolutely yeah. agree with you. Yeah. All right, um, um, anything else to add to that? Well, what story arc do you want to see in the MCU? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Secret Wars. I feel like Secret Invasion is on tap now. Um, I'd love to see the House of M storyline with uh, Scarlet Witch. And they may allude to that in this new section, especially with the Multiverse of Madness. We may be getting that House of M, uh, at least elements of the House of M kind of swung in to here. So uh, okay. I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, what about you? The only one I can think of is Secret Wars. Yeah. Secret Wars is great, um, right? Because to me, like doing those little one-off or more uh, or 
mini story arcs that you can pull from is very Batman. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got all these themed, it was this run, it's called this. And he's got this over here and this, this, and this. Um, whereas Marvel is more fluid to me in yeah, my head when I read. They had the big events and then it spun off and you read whatever you read. And then they bring them all back in and have the big events, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just remember Super, uh, Secret Wars when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, Secret Wars was great with the Beyonder and all that. Or yeah, the Mon- it's, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. And that's where uh, the Venom thing gets introduced the yeah, symbiote. symbiote so yeah but symbiote, doom is big in that one and maybe yes. if you just pull him out of but then you could potentially bring back i don't remember if red skull was in it but mm-hmm. everybody loved hugo weaving's red skull yes and it looked awesome even in endgame yeah uh let's have him again like you uh, cherry pick your best doves just like this dude is awesome on the villain side that would be great yeah, yeah. You could build to that and do that, and it could be like an you know eight to ten overall. That'd be great, man. Yeah, maybe Instead the Guardians run into battle. somebody in their next one with Thor, and it's strong enough to where they can only beat him down, but they can't kill him, and that dude joins. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. That sounds like a, a lot of fun, actually. Um, uh, anything else? No, that's it. Thank you, okay. Maurice. Thank you, Maurice. Oh. All right, we should say we got one quick announcement to make, Matt, I think. Right, we have uh, some new merch that we're promoting here. Yes, we do. Um, We have uh, face masks, if anybody wants to get them, because this doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. Yeah. And it's over at uh, teespring.com, T-E-E spring.com. But we'll have a link in the description of this and the main show, and we'll have it up on Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz, and you can pick it up there. Um, Otherwise, go to Teespring and search for the top 10, and you'll be able to find it. uh, We only have the mask up right now maybe we'll put other things up yeah. but uh yeah just look for that link and we'll have it out for you guys there you go all right well thanks everybody for watching this episode of topic thunder we always appreciate it and you know if you want to be part of topic thunder to send your questions in just go to www.patreon.com slash the top 10 with the number 10 there see all the multiple tiers you can join up it's five dollars and above to be able mm-hmm. to send in questions for us to answer and you just saw we go in deep when we need to go in deep about a certain question it sparks tangents and conversations uh and all due to your questions so thank you so much for being a part of it and uh please we look forward to having new people be a part of it so come and join Yes, sir. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost and um, got a new show coming out next week. Guys should check that out. Find me on Twitter at Matt Nost there and then dropping dimes every Wednesday and Friday. Uh, Search for that anywhere you can find a podcast. There you go. And you can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. Don't forget, we have ourselves a YouTube channel as well. So go and subscribe to that YouTube channel. Find the top 10, see our logo. You can subscribe. And if you want to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roka says, go and subscribe there uh, and see all the content we got going on. All right. Much love to all of you. We'll talk to you next time. on Another brand new episode of topic. Thunder.